<laughs> sorry, sorry. Like, with sound? No. Was <laughs> the sound turned off? No. <laughs> okay. We had a test today, though. It was kind of crazy. What were we saying, though? Is it recording? Yeah. Okay. When you said quiet on set one time, I think it was in middle school. No, it was freshman year. We were taking a biology quiz or test. And you have to say quiet on set because <laughs> the class wouldn't stop talking. And it really upset me. So, yeah. Before we start, though, this is the directors, editors, the whatever number of things I am for this podcast note. Um, I am disinterested in what the public wants to hear. I do this podcast for me. And this is breaking a little bit for, from our format with like picking a media type. With this episode, we're picking a figure, and I think Beyonce is a very complex figure in black history, and today, with my guest Asia, we're going to be doing like a deep dive on her career and what she means to us as black people and what she could mean to black people in general. So yeah. Okay. So, <coughs> do you want to start with Dangerously in Love or Destiny Child? Um, I didn't go back as far as Destiny Child. I didn't go back as far as Destiny Child either. Mm. So, Dangerously in Love. I was listening to it yesterday and the day before yesterday. And Beyonce for me is like a treat. Like, mm -hmm. pe like I was talking to Justin, our friend Justin, and he, it was in Destiny Child and Beyonce were in his top five Spotify wrapped. Like, she is almost never in my Spotify wrapped mm -hmm. because she's such a, like, like I just... I treat her as like this thing I, I listen to specially, mm -hmm. you know? I yeah. can't relate. I listen to Beyonce <laughs> maybe every day, maybe every other day. Yeah. Just so I'm like, I don't think I'd ever get tired of her music, but yeah. kind of a treat thing. But Dangerously of Love, I was listening to it, and like Crazy in Love is the, like one of the best. One thing Beyonce's gonna do is gonna be an album opener. Mm hmm. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be an album opener. And like, it, Crazy in Love is one of the best album openers and like career openers. Like, are you ready? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. I was, I didn't write it down, but I was just thinking about all like the little sayings that she has in her songs. Not mm -hmm. necessarily like just openers, but just what song was I listening to? I don't know, but yeah. I don't know. I agree. You agree? Wait. Yeah. What other openers does she have? Oh. I'll, I'll take you through. I'll, we'll go early. So I can this. compare. B-Day, Beautiful Liar. Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't, what do you mean? I, it doesn't give me opener. It doesn't give you opener? Really? Mm -hmm. What song of the album would you have opened with instead? Off of B-Day? Yeah. I think Ring the Alarm is too intense. Yeah. <laughs> I did write down Ring the Alarm though, because I did make note of it. I should have written her whole discography. Do you have the songs? Yeah, I don't have every song, but like, let me see. I just, okay, off B-Day, I made note of Beautiful Liar, Freakum Dress, Flaws and All. Flaws and All is underrated. Flaws and All is a deep cut that's underrated. But only live. I can't listen to it regular. Really? I just don't feel it. I think the tears of her on stage True. <laughs> help. Okay. No, the early 2000s were an era. The early 2000s, for like many reasons. Like Beyonce's fashion in the early 2000s, it doesn't come close now. 
it really doesn't come close now. It doesn't come close early 2010s. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> it really does not come close anymore. How do you feel about the fashions? I don't know. I'm just thinking of, not runway, um, red carpet looks. And yeah. the only one that's coming to mind is the white one with her and Jay-Z. And The I white lace it. one? No, no. Oh. It's like a blazer top, shorts. <laughs> or that one where she's like wearing like the corset and a pink shirt and the brown I know I'm thinking of like the bad ones but give me give me give, give me, me what like her mini dress era mm. yeah like in freakum dress yes freakum dress and like there's just so many like award show performances where she's wearing a mini dress and it mm. just eats yeah it eats it's really like and I don't even particularly like the fashion of the early 2000s that much. I don't. Like, I don't. I, I don't. I mean, the fashion, like, our culture and its obsession with what's happening 20 years prior makes sense for why Y2K is, like, happening right now. Mm -hmm. But I don't like it, it at all. It doesn't look good. <laughs> it literally just doesn't look good. I don't, I don't like it. But Also, speaking of freakum dress, I think that would be a good opening. Yes. Oh, that is true. I was, uh, let me, let me, let's go to Freakum Dress. Let's go to Freakum Dress in my notes. The first thing I wrote down when I, when Freakum Dress started is insane. And like, that's what you need to start as an opener. Yes. It was like, I want, I don't want to believe, I refuse to believe actually that I'm biased in anything that I say about Beyonce. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, Freakum Dress just has this, like, I said it's a study on syncopation. Like, mm -hmm. the upbeats are insane. Mm -hmm. The, like, it's so, like, the percussive, percussion is insane. The rhythm is insane. The, like, oh. And how she borrowed that on, like, Lemonade. Oh, for, like, the dome. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Talk about it. No, I was just thinking about, like, all the interludes and how she integrated past music into present. It, it's so good, and like, I'm sorry, go. No, Beyonce's skill of recontextualizing a moment in her career. And not making it sound the exact same? Yes. I, like, I don't want to skip all the way to homecoming. Like, I wanted to, I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go like, <laughs> no, I didn't want to go like as like non-chronologically, but like, everything sounds new every time mm -hmm. on the run started new. on the run like the first one mm -hmm. sounded new it was new interpretations of the songs like um what else homecoming sounded new like live versions just sound new it's so good and like the girls try to do live albums but nobody's gonna do a live album like beyonce no. does a live album Talk not about to it. bring her in <coughs> But Miss Ariana Grande, yeah. I tried to listen to it. It just doesn't compare. Because it, it's a studio album just with fans in the back. Like, yeah. it's not like Beyonce making essentially like a whole different song. A new composition. It's too good. It's too good. And people try to, like, undersell Beyonce's genius. And it's like, oh, I know. Let's <laughs> take that Mac head. It was like, Beyonce, like, is like has like a whole bunch of different people around her. I'm like, uh, like almost every pop star has had a whole bunch of people around them. Mm -hmm. But like it takes her ear, and early on in her career, you can hear it on, what song is it? You can hear it on, 
naughty girl. Her ear is insane. Like, who's using harmonic minor scales, mm -hmm. like, in mainstream pop music? Nobody's doing that. And then her live album stuff, more like, um, what show is that? The Beyonce Experience? Mm, I'm not as familiar. No? No, wait, like, is that the one? Is that the one, like? A lot of Arabian influence what in terms of, like, riffs and runs. I love that, though. Who does it? Nobody. Her Nobody ear, does it. Bro, her exactly. ear. Her ear. And stop playing with that voice. <laughs> stop playing with it. People are literally insane. <laughs> Beyonce can't sing. I I can't. Ooh. I don't it's anti-black. <laughs> no, literally. And like, I don't want to be one of those people. But like, what what are you not hearing? Like, <laughs> or what are you hearing that makes you say Beyonce can't sing? I don't know. I I really want to hear something. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to keep bringing back into it, but I'm just I'm just going to reference what he says uh -huh. because it's a take that I've heard often. It's not about him, but like she's just yelling. Hello. It's called power. But thank you. Like the she can be powerful, but at the same time she can also be soft. And you heard it on Naughty Girl. You heard it on Baby Boy. Yeah. Like come on. I don't know. I think maybe it's a big part of it is not having musical background, so anytime somebody hears something slightly above regular, like, chest voice, it's like, she's yelling. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. And, like, growling, like, that's Beyonce's thing. Like, it's not some... I don't know. I don't know. People despise it, but I love it. I love it, too. She can do it. And, like, there, it's like... I wish I could... I wish I knew more of, like, the theory of it. Like, I'm, like I only just, like, am getting a basis of theory. But, like, there's just certain things that she does. Like, you know when Beyonce hits a note and you know where she's going to go after Yes, it? oh, my. She has certain riffs that she does, like, in every, not every song, but, like, you know, like, oh, she's about to do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, a staple thing. I love hearing it. And it doesn't get tiring. Like, I don't get bored of it because it's so yeah. complex. Like, it's not just, like, a little this note, this note. It's this note, this note, this note, that note. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so hungry. I barely you ate today? I barely ate today. You ate your nachos? No, because <laughs> I didn't have my ID. I didn't have my ID. Um, but like, okay, back to Beyonce. Beyonce's I homecoming diet. <laughs> <laughs> let's no. Let's actually talk about Beyonce's homecoming diet, shall we? I, <laughs> what? I don't know why I was about to say it's triggering. It's not triggering. Okay. I thought it was intense. It Especially for someone who is a mother, like mm -hmm. twins, you can still be healthy and like eat. Yeah, I understand what she was trying to do because she only had so little time, but I don't know. I think you can balance. Yeah, but also I think, I think when I was watching when I was watching um, it live at Coachella that year, I was like, I don't like these looks. I don't like. I'll, I'll take those back. I'll take some of that back. Okay. But, like, the first sweatshirt, and she had, like, this, like, thing under it. I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Like, I I was like, this isn't, it's not, it wasn't giving the same silhouette as Formation Tour. Mm -hmm. And Formation Tour was just, like, like, her magnum opus to me at the time. Like, I was just like, there's nothing better. There's nothing mm -hmm. going to be better. And I was just like, this isn't, it's not that it wasn't the same, but it, I didn't feel like yet an elevation of that mm -hmm. but i feel like when the homecoming 
um, movie came out, I was like, no, this is an elevation. This mm -hmm. is an elevation that I wasn't understanding at the time, but. If you could change her first outfit, what would you make it? Ugh. Oh, she doesn't watch this. Beyonce, don't watch this. <laughs> watch your but, words. <laughs> but, like, I just, I would take away that thing under. I don't know what you're talking Oh, it's like an undershirt. Oh. Yeah. I'm sure you would say on the first one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I, but I understand now, mm -hmm. you know. And, like, to put your body through what she put it through, it's just, like, it's, I don't know, the, the cost of being an icon and mm -hmm. the cost of being, like, the center of spectacle. I wonder if she ever, like, not regrets, but is like, I went way too, like, that was too much. I feel like she said that in the in the movie. She was like, I'll oh. never push my oh, body yeah, to that yeah, extent you're again. Right, you're right. But that movie... I wanted more. I wanted, wanted more, more behind the scenes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. Oh. I, like, I wish the interludes were longer than they were. Mm -hmm. Make it... Oh, one critique that I make of a lot of artists, but I don't make about Beyonce, and it might be just because I like Beyonce more than other ar other artists, is like I think other artists don't know how to edit. Mm -hmm. Like, it for some reason Travis Scott's coming to mind, but I was listening to like Birds in a Trap, that album, and it was just one song off of it. I was like, this is this part is going on too long, and like this part is going on too long, and like. In movies that I see, I'm like, oh, this scene is going on too long. Mm -hmm. Like, people don't know how to... And it's not even about, like, attention span. It's just, like, people don't know when the moment yeah. is over, you know? But for Beyonce, I'm like, make the movie four hours long. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like I, I don't know enough. Like, I'm seeing, yeah. like, maybe she wants it like that. I'm yeah. sure she's doing it on purpose. Yeah. But, like, I can get the performance on YouTube. I want to see everything. Yeah. Like, just raw footage. And, like, I the match cuts that they did with, like, some of the transitions, like when from like when to, when it was going from maybe hold up to countdown mm -hmm. and it went from the yellow to the pink oh yeah this episode is like so side note this episode is so scary because i don't know if i can put any images up because i don't want it, the video to get taken down but like mm -hmm. yeah i think i think you know what i'm talking yeah. about like that was impressive and i liked how it included both things that which is something that you can't get when you watch just one but like, make it four hours long. <laughs> make it a series. Speaking of a series, the mini series that she did after self-titled. Speaking of self-titled, mini series. Those. Have oh, you and, oh the and she talked about each video. Yes. Mm. Needed I, that for lemonade or that for just anything for she released. <laughs> that for lemonade. Lemonade doesn't. Lemonade doesn't have a tour movie. I need that. Oh, oh yeah. I need that bad. <laughs> Two. I just spit, but like two, what was I gonna say? Like, I need background on that album more. It like, it is such a moment in her mm -hmm. career that she did so, not so little with, but she could have done so much more with. And when Beyonce, we as Beyonce fans can recognize that and like, we're already like, please like give more. So people who aren't really familiar with Beyonce and they're just getting that like, no, I want those people to know more than I do. Because yeah. I can still, yeah. like, not that she has to prove herself to them, but, like, I want y'all to get it. Yeah. <sighs> and I think, what was I going to say? Subtitled. I was going to ask you about subtitled. Because it's not, it's an album that put me on to Beyonce because I was around 10 when it came out. Mm -hmm. 
and it was like the start of my like thing with her but it's an album that people don't rank high when they rank her albums I don't think no Where at least Amanda the, the girl Amanda that I, that I show you sometimes <laughs> like I what did she put I think she put self-titled like fourth and what's I think second. it I think okay. First was B Day. No, first was four. Second was B Day. Oh. Did she include homecoming? I don't think she put homecoming. I think maybe self title was third then. Hmm. I, I guess I can see that. I wouldn't have it as my first either. But yeah. Knowing her, the reason why she doesn't want to put it higher. <laughs> <laughs> she like I don't know what her thing with slow songs are, but like that's besides the point. Self-titled. Why do you think it is the self-titled album? I guess because she knew what she was about to do. And she was like, I want people to remember that I did this, this, and this. And it's just going to be like my name. Like, this is Beyonce. This is my stamp. This is what I'm about to do. You know? But what do you think it was that she did with it? Like, I... I, I, I sorry, I don't know why I made that. <laughs> Please. But, like... I think, I don't know, like Lemonade makes sense as a title for Lemonade, and that's the last studio album she put out. Four, I, I get the title of Four, it's Four, but like, for her to pick that specific moment, for those specific songs, and to name that self-titled, I just was, I just thought about it, like mm -hmm. when I was, when I was, like going back in her discography, I was like, why, why this, and why right now? I think maybe because she knew that she was going to do like, the surprise mm -hmm. album drop mm -hmm. and she wanted people to attach that with her or something that's, that's like she was about to like do something revolutionary for the music true, industry true, true, true. so she was like this is me this is what beyonce did you know and and not out of arrogance out of like i accomplished something and i feel like even if it is out of arrogance more black women especially black women of her like esteem in society should be arrogant mm -hmm. Because like, they've, like, earned it. Like, why yeah. wouldn't you be arrogant? Yeah. I, like, that's something that me and, I, I talk to my mom about this a lot. Like, she is, like, a strong person about humility. And I'm like, there's a certain, like, there's a certain moment when humility becomes, like, selling yourself short. Mm -hmm. And, like, that shouldn't be an, at any time the condition that a black woman is in, is selling herself short. Because you don't want to humble yourself too much to the point where people just don't recognize what you've done. You yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, if if we as black people are going to be, un, like, undersold in general, let's be arrogant. I love that. I love you, Joe. <laughs> Thanks. So good. But, yeah. Let's talk about something that you wanted to talk about. Oh, you were asking me earlier what it is that I love about Beyonce. Mm -hmm. And just aside from the music, ooh. <laughs> work ethic. Mm -hmm. It's just not that I want to say like she inspired me because I, I have other people like tighten it, like my family and stuff who have inspired me like with my work ethic. Mm -hmm. But Beyonce, I just, like I just want to do everything that she does. I want to approach everything that, like approach everything in the way that she does. Just perfectionist. Um, I don't know, just never stop. Not never stops, because you need to have a point where you have a break, 
but just putting every like you're all into everything that you do i just admire it i haven't thought about that in a long time her work ethic N not her <laughs> i mean i don't i don't think about her often anymore which mm. is a shame like because there was a time where it was it was up here <laughs> a lot but like i think i think i've carried that into my life too because i when i think of like when i think of the things that motivate me <clears throat> and like I'm, I'm just very driven to be better, mm -hmm. to like to just keep growing and keep growing. But like I think I it was definitely something that I was so so inspired by about Beyonce is just her want to just keep topping herself and just keep me like and that's something that we were talking <laughs> about earlier with like recontextualizing the music. It's like making the music better than it was, mm -hmm. making everything that she does better than what it was before thinking of it in a new way and that's like and I think especially being in choir it's made me want to push myself because I'm so like shy I can't sing in front of anybody but like taking voice lessons this year like that was like my Beyonce like Beyonce wouldn't miss a voice lesson mm -hmm. like what are you doing why are you scared why are you afraid and like I can't get better if I'm just gonna sit there and be like I'm too afraid to go to voice lessons you know like Beyonce Beyonce wouldn't skip a voice lesson she would not <laughs> but I think that's something that I like. I this is gonna like a bit of a side note, but like I don't, I don't know if it's because of what depression does for, um, does for your brain and maybe like the memory loss of it, and like because I know that I was a person who was very depressed and very anxious, and maybe it's because people struggle to have those figures like a Beyonce or like like our families but like to be so anxious to a point where it drives you to inaction inaction and to be cognizant of that inaction but like you can't do anything about it mm -mm. or like I don't want to frame it to like blame a person for being mentally ill but like you don't do anything about it like you see yourself in this place where you cannot continue to grow unless you take that risk but you're too anxious to take it and you let yourself stay in that place of anxiety. Absolutely not. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because I'm like being seated now or like, and I just can't remember being in that place, but I can't like accept that anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I can't accept complacency <laughs> because of fear. Like it's, it's not, it's not Beyonce of me. That's <laughs> <laughs> on a t-shirt. It's not very Beyonce of you. <laughs> yeah. What else do I have? Um, do we get a lot on that front page? On this front page? Yeah, on the front page. Oh, I'm I'm to say the back page. I don't know. This is just Beyonce, um, like the album. Mm -hmm. Oh, more about that, like the release date being moved from Tuesday to Friday. People talk about like they associate success with like numbers and stuff, mm -hmm. but like. I feel like that is so big because it had nothing to do necessarily with like numbers and like awards. It was like she moved the release date from a Tuesday to a Friday because mm -hmm. of how successful Beyonce was. I was like, that's big. Like, that's huge. And like, if you're going to applaud Beyonce for something or applaud a musician for something, let it be not for streams or something, but stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. that's huge. Um, and yeah. Everything on the front is basically just how she makes every music performance. Um, 
award show just very black. And I love it, because she's always gonna make it black. Like it's not gonna be something for that particular crowd. It's gonna be for who she. I think she gets critiqued for that a lot. Like people, <clears throat> I mean, pop is a, like all mainstream things can become like, it's a very white dominated field. Like Whitney Houston was a black pop artist and a black pop like idol, but like not in the same way that Beyonce is. Mm -hmm. And people criticize Beyonce a lot for being like a white way of consuming black culture. Can I say that? Like, because like she's mainstream, like it, it, it becomes like a watered down oh. version and like, oh, mm -hmm. like what can be acceptable to white people. And did you see, watch the NS SNL skit of like, like white people reacting to formation? Mm -mm. It, my mom showed it to me. It was quite dumb as SNL is, but like, I feel like that was a real turning point in her career. Like, honestly, I mean, it's, if you know anything about being black, and if you, like, if you are black, you can recognize what was before that and what was black about those things, especially for Dangerously in Love, mm -hmm. such a black album. Mm -hmm. And, like, epitomizes <clears throat> that era in black music so much. But, like, for Lemonade, it was really, like, I'm going to be black and I'm going to let you know mm -hmm. that I'm being black. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I, was, I put that on here, too. Oh, like the CMAs and how she brought Daddy Lessons to the CMAs with the Dixie Chicks, who were banned, and just like, like I said, made it very black. Like, you know that audience. You know, not only that audience, but like, who, who's watching the CMAs? Yeah, and it's the most ratings the CMAs has ever gotten. There you go. Let's wake it up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wake it up. But like, I did love that performance. I don't, I don't know who the Dixie Chicks were, so I was just like, who are these people? They're just like a country band, and they got um, banned early 2000s because they said something about being ashamed of like George W. George W. Bush being from Texas. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> um, being from Texas, and like banned on the radio, banned from CMAs. Like their fans were like burning their discs, and for her to bring them back and oh. still like do her black thing, like. Thank you, Beyonce. Yeah. I, that is, I, I feel, I, that's iconic. Right? Yeah. I love that performance. And she was I just having like, so much fun. Like, the one part where it kind of goes like, um, I guess like the bridge of the song, or like after the bridge, and like it's just them dancing, like mm -hmm. playing their fiddles, playing their saxophones, and it's just fun, and like she's just vocalizing. Yeah. So good. And she put that on Spotify, didn't she? What? The Dixie Chicks performance. No. Yeah, she did. She put the Dixie Chicks performance like live? No, oh. the, 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 like a recording of it to stream on Spotify. No, I didn't know that. It's on there. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, what would you rank Lemonade in her albums? <clears throat> in terms of like storyline, first. Really? Yeah. I think so, too. Like, because people like to say, like, it's not, like, an album in the same way that, like, 4 is an album. And 4 is definitely, like, for me, no skips. Mm-hmm. 
for me, no skips. But, like, when you're talking about a body of work, it's lemonade. Yeah. It's lemonade. And, like, what do you think, hmm. like, musicality-wise, hmm. in terms of, like, vocals? Four. Or four B-Day. I'm trying to think. I don't even know where mine is. I was, <laughs> just, I was just, I don't think it's lemonade, necessarily. Yeah. For sure not lemonade. But I have one more thing to say about lemonade before we go back to four. People, um, I was watching this lecture and he was like, movies are a text that you can read, like you can read a book, like you can read anything else. And I don't think, that's a goal of mine with the podcast too, is like, you don't just, you don't just watch a movie, you don't just like see something cool happening, you don't just listen to an album, you don't just hear cool beats, you don't, like it's a text that can be read. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's elements going on that you can analyze and that like need to be looked at in the same way that you would read like an article or something. Mm -hmm. Like, and I feel like that's why Lemonade is number one. Like it, there's so much going on theme wise mm -hmm. that it's like it becomes a text that you can read more than like you can read like, I mean, you can, you can read other things in like other songs, but like. It's very, very personal yeah and i think it's like why it's like that yeah that didn't say anything no i i, <laughs> um, no, I understand but like i don't think any of her other albums are that personal mm -hmm. and like that intimate because like she's essentially just talking about her marriage and like when does beyonce talk about her marriage publicly yeah she does it in a way that's like poetic but still what nothing oh, what were you about to say four. Oh, what about four what I said about album openers, Love on Top. 10 out of 10. I don't think I would have put any other song. Yeah. And then Love on Top going into Party. And I'm going to say this unequivocally. Party is one of the best songs the music industry has ever seen. Oh, my God. I was listening to that earlier. You know what it is? I feel like I never, like, I hate saying it. It never goes out of style. Mm -hmm. Like, it just oh, it always doesn't. sounds good. It doesn't. And, mm. like... I wonder why she didn't like do live vocals for it on Homecoming. I don't know. Like because what she did do with it with like them having fun on stage mm -hmm. was cool and like I I loved that. But like I it just makes me wonder why she didn't do something yeah. like actually performing the song with them. But like maybe to make time to rest or like I don't yeah. know. Remind me to or I guess I can say about it now. Yeah. Or talk about it now. Do you wish that Halo was on the set list for Homecoming? I've never been asked this question. Um, do I wish the Halo? I don't know where it would go. I don't know where it would go, but would you like to have? Okay, I did you go to the formation tour? No. I went to the formation tour, and it was it was like one of the most because it took place like in, in a time where the internet was like really like becoming what it was going to mm -hmm. become. Like you got a lot of publicity about like you. It was a very visible tour, so like. You heard Halo a lot, and I did not like what you did with Halo. What? I didn't. I didn't like what she did vocally with it. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. I think I. Whoa. I like Halo. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sasha Fierce. That. Yes. That was real good. Mm-hmm. Wait, why didn't you like Halo on the formation tour? I think I liked Halo so much on On the Run. So hearing her do something mm. different with it, I was like, this isn't as good. It's in my opinion. 
in my humble Do you opinion. think that she would have done like what she did at like Global Citizens for Homecoming? You're mentioning so many moments in her career that I like, <laughs> I'm like, Whoa. no, me with her early stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, Global Citizen. I don't remember. I don't remember what that was. It, it was just like she, um, I don't know. It just, the end got more intense and it was very like, hey, no, no, hey, no. like, I don't know. I think it would have been really good for Homecoming. I think it would have been random. Yeah. And it kind of would have like messed up the stuff, but I think it would have <clears throat> given a vocal performance of the times. Yeah. I think, how did you feel about Lift Every Voice and Sing? I loved it. I don't. I think it needed to be there. That's mm -hmm. what I'll say. Cause like tying in like the HBCU stuff and like just black history, like you needed lift every voice and sing. Mm -hmm. um, like something also like not from her own discography and having it be like an actual like black gospel hymn. I think that was needed. How'd you like it? I liked it too and I never, don't cancel me. I'd never heard that song before. Cause I don't have a, like a deep history. I mean, I don't have a deep like cultural studies history of the black American South, mm -hmm. especially like in the 20th century. So I'm, and I'm assuming that's where that song like came about is in mm -hmm. the 20th century. I think I have it written on here, early 1900s. Mm -hmm. So like, I never heard it before. And it was, uh, it, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think it just like, set the foundation of like what her show was about to be, like lift every voice and sing, like let the harmonies, I can't think of the lyrics, but like just she was about to give you a preview of what, of what she was about to do, like with her performance. We can't talk about Beyonce for me without talking about Beyonce's progeny. Really? Blue. The other kids? <laughs> I don't know nothing about the other kids. I don't know nothing about them yet. Yeah, they haven't oh. had their debut yet. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, like, before even Lift Every Voice and Sing, I, like, Blue is born on the day after I was born, like, in 2012, January 7, 2012. Hallelujah. 2012. 2012. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, I love that girl. And you know what? <laughs> No, we are. We are, y'all. <laughs> and my parents got married on Beyonce's birthday. Like, we are. I'm not. Y'all are literally family. I know. <laughs> but, like, something about Blue, like, it's so wild to me how people can deny the existence of anti-blackness in the 21st century and just refuse to acknowledge how people Cheerful. treated Blue. A child, a child, and like little, masculinizing a child. Little black girls. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> you gonna cry? Yeah. <laughs> stop. That's so sad. I know. I, can't I know. Even. And I'm kind of bouncing, but like seeing um, Black is King, and you know the part where they're like playing like. Oh no! I, I, um, I've never seen Black is King, but I'm gonna like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have Disney Plus. I got you. Why do you <laughs> now? But um, seeing like just black mother and black daughter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Okay. Keep going. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
I think, like, for me, ooh, out to get the camera off you. For me, I was like, being trans and trans masculine was difficult because I didn't want to say goodbye to what was so good about womanhood mm -hmm. and like what was good about specifically black womanhood and like I think that Beyonce for me was definitely um like ep epitomized that yeah, for me like she embodies yeah like she, it was I didn't know I it felt like saying goodbye to just like any everything that was good about black womanhood but it, it is not that necessarily so Transmasking people, it's okay. <laughs> but like, yeah. Do you think you're out of that mindset now? Mm -hmm. For sure. Mm. And I haven't thought about that. This is awakening so many thoughts that I didn't even, like I don't even like think about having anymore. Yeah. But like the, what we were saying about work ethic and then this, I, like, especially because I, I empathize so much with the connection that Blue and Beyonce have. Like, mm -hmm. I, I see that with me and my mom. So I'm like, ah, you know, or was like, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I was. Like, I, I, I'm not, I don't feel that way anymore. Oh. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Brett. What else is on your paper? Um, uh, oh, I kind of, kind of, kind of, this is going back to like making um, award shows very black. It was the award show that I was telling you about earlier, the Take My Hand Precious Lord one, which is yeah. like another gospel. Did you watch now. it? I remember now. It's so Take my hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's too good. <laughs> yes, it's it good. is. The all white. <laughs> the mm -hmm. oh. And just like vocals. Like, yeah. no. Was, it, was there a band? I'm sure they had like a, a track. But yeah. like just all the guys. And then her being like the main voice, obviously. I don't think there was a choir, was there? There was. There was? Okay. Uh, I think it was just like an all men choir, though. Mm -hmm. All men's choir. And um, I don't even know what I have to say about it. Just, I love no, gospel amazing. performances. Very raw, very organic raw. and rich. Like, I'm not, like, I don't go to Christian church. I don't, I don't like, like, read the Bible. I don't, like, get anything from, like, participating in religion in that way. Mm -hmm. But religiosity and art, oh, I live. Mm -hmm. And religiosity and black art, Oh, I live. And religiosity in Beyonce's music, I live. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest thing, why I love watching performances like that, like not even just Beyonce, just like any musician who has like a gospel performance. I think growing up like in a Catholic church and then moving to like a non-denominational church where it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I need to hear God. this and I need to hear like black gospel because it just feels so like African-American. Yeah. Know? Do you, do you, have you listened to Oh Holy Night, like Whitney Houston's version of it? Probably. I don't know. I was thinking, I don't know. I have this, I, like when I'm alone, I just like. Think. Think. <laughs> and I was like, what would my Christmas number be 
if I was a drag queen. Like, if I started doing drag, what would my Christmas number be? And we would be Josh Groban, Oh Come All You Faithful. Okay. Whitney Houston, Oh Holy Night. And what was that? Donny Hathaway? Yes. <laughs> oh. That was that was in like my that was in my like top songs for Spotify rap. I listened really? to it that much, like in preparation for Christmas. Oh yay! I love mm -hmm. Bro, I definitely good. thought Chris Brown made that song. So, <laughs> hello. Edit that. <laughs> Next. Next. Okay, we can go to my notes now. This is my other episode. Oh. Okay, people like to, oh, I'll talk about I Am Such a Fierce Force first. People like to sell the album short, it's not my favorite either. I Am Such a Fierce. Mm-hmm. But if I were a boy, she did it for trans people worldwide. <laughs> if I were a boy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she did. Like, Speaking, of I don't, I don't even know if I like. People like to tell me that I read too much into things, but I genuinely think that song is such a deep exploration of gender and sexuality, in, in a way that people, and the vocals, the mm -hmm. like gut wrenching mm -hmm. vocals of it. Mm -hmm. I listen to her because I know how it hurts. That that part specifically, because oh. I know. How, oh my god, it's so deep. Just speak so on deep. it. Go more, go more. Like, it wasn't even until recently that I was, like, listening to it. I was listening to it on my, like, Amazon so I could, like, really, like, blast it. And I was like, if I were a boy, even just for a day, how it, f how it feels to love a girl, I swear I'd be a better man. Stop. Like, stop. <laughs> stop. I love that you said that because I never would have like, like seen your perspective. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. The vocals are so good. <laughs> Do you like if I were alive? <laughs> be alive. Be alive. I don't. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. But, but what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, do you like if I were a boy alive with the you ought to know? Oh, I was it on the I am such a fear life. Yeah. No, I haven't listened to that. Joe. Yeah, <laughs> we both have stuff to take away from this. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but yeah, be alive. It just didn't give what was in the commercial. You know. I didn't watch the commercial, but it is very like verse, chorus, chorus, chorus. Which is unlike her. Yes. So I was kind of confused. I don't know. Like the for like us, even even um her rendition of. Can you feel the love tonight? You know, it, like it stayed to the it stayed to the structure of the song, but it was still like still had those Beyonce isms mm -hmm. to it. And I'm gonna say this for the record, not that anybody's watching this, but like I'm gonna say this for the record. Elton John mm. can rot. What? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you, but like, um, what was I gonna say? They had Childish Gambino's vocals higher than hers. And Did I'm they? saying that on the record. You can go mm. back and listen. They had his levels higher than hers. And I won't stand for that. Because I wanted to hear her. And maybe I'm just lying. And saying <laughs> that she wasn't loud enough. 
and she should have been louder than him. But if they were even, just make her louder because I don't know why he was so loud. I can't think, like I can't hear this song in my head. I'll play it for you. Okay. On the road home? It pro yeah. It's probably just because his vocals are so soft, like he's not going to have a Beyonce power voice. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I just, can we hear Nala solo? Like, why? <laughs> like, he literally had a solo verse and she didn't have a solo verse. Wait, no, she did. She did. Yeah, I'm I think lying. she did. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm lying. Why can't he see the king I know he is, the king I see inside? That part was good. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> That's not how, what? <laughs> <laughs> but how do you feel about I Am Social Fears as an album? I love I Am Social Fears. I think I... Whenever I'm thinking about I Am Sasha Fierce, I'm thinking of it live, which I need to not do. Mm -hmm. But just like the studio album, I'm not really thinking about like if I were a boy, single ladies. Um, I, what? Whenever they, why don't they play music anymore? They haven't been playing music this school year, have they? No, they, on Fridays? Yeah. I don't know. But when they did play uh, single ladies, I would live. I would yeah. do the choreo in class. <laughs> in the hallway. Every time. <laughs> but like... Mm -hmm. I understand it's not something that, like, I go to listen to, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but, like, lesser song, lesser, let me not say that. No, yeah. Beyonce's song is less. But um, songs that aren't talked about enough. Mm -hmm. I really like Disappear. Do you know that song? You probably don't even know that song. Dun, 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 dun. It's the, the guitar one? Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, that, Satellites, I'm singing Satellites to my children as a lullaby. Oh, I'm I'm singing Smash Into You. Oh, Smash, Smash Into, into you. you, that yeah. too. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. I love those songs. Yo, Smash Into You was good. Sweet Dreams and Ego, though. I forgot about <laughs> Sweet Dreams. Ego, Ego, yeah, I love Ego, but Sweet Dreams. Yeah. My guilty, like that. Yeah. Oh, like a pop song, like that, yeah. And I like, I think of like the choreo, and like I can, Beyonce and choreo. No, Beyonce no. Oh, and yeah, choreo. Oh, yeah, but, oh my God. I didn't even think of that. But before we touch on that, in that music video, she's wearing Mugler. Rest in peace, Harry Mugler. So, I saw that. Yeah. And Beyonce, look, um, there's a Mugler quote. He, sa he quote, he says, Beyonce is a hundred times better than Madonna. And I'm like, facts. It's, it's facts, but like the way gay men talk about Madonna, you would think it wasn't a fact. <laughs> you would think they're like, he, he's lying. But like, yeah, Corio. Choreo, <laughs> choreo, and it's not even like the choreo is approachable, but like I know it for every mm -hmm. song. Mm -hmm. I know it for every song because it's like, how do you not? Mm -hmm. And one thing about Beyonce, she's gonna like, the choreo is gonna go with the song, like you, like they mend, like they mesh well together. Mm -hmm. Like whenever I think of a song, I'm also thinking of the choreo. They're never like separate from each other. I need to watch. I need to watch Homecoming again, because mm -hmm. I, I need like it wasn't. I haven't done it since the first time I watched it. But doing the choreo and singing along, like it, like in your living room, doing the choreo while you're watching it. I am Beyonce. Yes. <laughs> and people like. I've. It's not that people. I've heard this take, that Beyonce isn't as good of a dancer as her other dancers, or Beyonce, like, isn't as good of a dancer in general. Who? What? Like, Beyonce doesn't outdance the captain. Right? Ooh, wait. 
<laughs> oh, is it because of the scandal? No. Oh, okay, what? Were you... What if Beyonce finds this? <laughs> <laughs> no, she will, she will. But, um, um, no, like, Beyonce as a dancer, I would argue, is as strong as Beyonce as a singer. Mm -hmm. Oh. I don't know. I'm not that this is like real dance and not that it's not real dance, but I'm thinking of like Instagram dancers and like would Beyonce do that? She probably would and she would destroy it. So yeah, never mind. I agree. I don't know why I hesitate. Like she just, she like she does the choreography and then goes further. Mm -hmm. Like it becomes her. Mm-hmm. And like making the choreo yours and not just yeah. like movement. Yeah. Hmm. That's something that I want to like explore further. Like I, I like, how I was saying like things are text, like how can dance be a text, you know? Oh, I, w watching like videos of ballet, mm -hmm. at first I like never really got into dance because I was like, I don't really like see it. I'll send you this one. Um, but like watching ballet and focusing on muscle movement, I feel like that's where I can like read in and like see what story is being told. Because at first I used to be like, this is just music and people moving i mean let's i feel like that's how i used to feel about classical music when i was younger when i like when i was just starting band i was just like this is just and uh, i heard that takes i've heard that takes so much since then like oh how do you listen to music that doesn't have lyrics and i'm like please <laughs> like please do some soul searching because i don't even know <laughs> i don't even know why you're saying that but like um looking at something that really does not have words and just like still being able to analyze it in the mm -hmm. same way that you would something with words. That's another thing about photography too. Like I really like have struggled with photography mm -hmm. in that way, but like, I don't know. How do you feel about looks? Do you want to dive more in choreo or should we talk about looks? We can talk about looks. I, when I say looks, I mean costumes on tour more specifically. And I think that Formation Tour had the best costumes. Agreed. Agreed. Start off with like the black. And I like how she had different. Which one was like your favorite? <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, oh my God. Is I, it? No, I'm going to put the pictures on the screen. Beyonce, I'm sorry. <laughs> but like the latex look. I looks, knew it. I knew it. I knew I it. I love latex. When queens wear latex, when mm -hmm. anybody wears latex, it's amazing and it's not even it's not even just the red latex the red latex with like that little collar mm -hmm. thing is good but like that like pinkish latex with the black latex boots i'll show you okay i'll show you i think it's in the dodgers when the la dodgers um um when they're when they're in dodger stadium the la tour i mean the LA like show that. but i will i will show you she's wearing the half up half down mm -hmm. how do we have like <laughs> sometimes i'm like why is this still in my brain but like <laughs> It's iconic. It's like the opening I'm sorry. outfit. She had a latex version of it. Do you know what I'm talking about? For the Houston show, and it I like, because the Houston show, I think she like wore this like latex, and it was like, it had like nude underneath, and then like black lace over it. But it was all latex, or the this piece was latex, if I remember correctly. You'd have to show me. Okay. You'd have to show but me. But it it's like it's so, it's just latex. And then another one from Dodger Stadium that I liked was like the full body black lace bodysuit with like that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh. And also, <laughs> when she put it on 
in the homecoming um oh, homecoming the, interlude the gold one mm -hmm. i live for the gold one i mm -hmm. live for the gold one the sleeves the the proportions are just mm -hmm. so right and like for me not every costume on on the run part 2a but that like orange gold one oh my yeah that was the best one i think that, that might be one, one of my favorite beyonce costumes for sure the holographic no i didn't i didn't i i like the black holographic yeah. one the black holographic one was way better than the mm -hmm. white holographic one and i wonder what, what the vision was that I valentino that valentino long like orange gown yes mm -hmm. and have you seen like the model on the runway in that mm -mm. and she like she has this like it's almost an afro but it's like flower like a mm, what flower is that I don't know what flower it is, but I would I, I'll, I would tell you what flower it is if I knew the name. But it's like it's like an afro, but if the afro were the texture of that flower, and it's like orange, but and it's the same color as the gown. It's mm -hmm. it's beautiful. I, it's on my Tumblr. I'll show you. But yeah, yeah. I think that orange sparkle one is my favorite. Sorry. What time are we at? Uh, fifty-three. Fifty-three. Do you want to wrap up? Yeah. Okay. Well. Or is there anything else that you want to share? Not, not particularly, no. Besides on the run resentment performance, I think that was like. Go. Sorry. I know she was attractive, but. Mm-hmm. That part. Every time. Yeah. I was going to ask if you could give your audience like top three vocal performances of <laughs> Like to share. Oh, the resentment for mm -hmm. sure. Because like when she takes the mic away. Mm -hmm. Oh, the title, <laughs> the title, um, when she did, um, all night. Huh? When she did all night. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. yes I think it's a title. No. Um, oh, <laughs> oh my god where is it it's either in tampa florida i think it's in tampa florida on the formation tour me myself and i it's like the stop calling me, me. myself <laughs> me myself no like it's I'll have to link it below. <laughs> I'll have to find it and link it below. I'll link all, th no, I can't link the title one below, but I can link the resentment and that one below because like, the people need to see. The people do need to see and her makeup looks, <laughs> like skin looks insane, hair looks so good. The half up, half down looks so mm -hmm. good on her. Yeah, what is your top three? Um, Resentment, like any of that from the On The Run 2 tour. Um, Halo from the Mrs. Carter world tour. I don't know which show, but she does like this ascending scale at the end of Halo. You gotta it to me. Oh, for sure. It's just like, I don't even know what the notes are. Obviously I don't have the notes <laughs> memorized, but like just that little section of music, like I feel like it would just show people like, oh, she can sing. like with like technique as well not just belting out notes <laughs> and then that wasn't shady <laughs> and then um trying to think not even necessarily notes just like where she's like just 
sounds melodic. Um, I don't know, just anything where she's vocalizing, really. Mm. Those are my top two, I guess. Okay. Well, yeah. this was undoubtedly, like, and I knew it was going to be, but this is undoubtedly my favorite episode Yay. that I will probably ever do. Thank you for having me. Of course. This is fun. I, I know, right? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, bye, guys.